Galnet News Digest review of the year 3305. We recall the news so you don't have to. Part 4. Distant Worlds and Cabin Fever With the ebb and flow of galactic politics, it's easy to forget that much of what happens in the galaxy is directly attributable to the actions of commanders. Organisations like the Buckyball Racing Club make their own often highly illegal fun. While the second distant world expedition became a galactic record breaker. But we begin with two stranded explorers. Distant Rescues The Fuel Rats rescue commanders who've run out of fuel, perhaps because they forgot their fuel scoop, or because they absent-mindedly jumped to a system without a main sequence star. Sometimes the reasons far stranger. Commander Deluvian Ray's crews became stranded after jumping to Semitus Beacon, the furthest system from Sol, and then flying in supercruise for 42 days, in the mistaken belief that this would make him the commander furthest from Sol. Anyway, he flew a little bit too far and used up a bit too much fuel and ended up stranded, unable to jump out or fly back to the star. He was left at a point that he calculated was 65,788 light-years from Sol. After a couple of months of admiring the scenery, he began to question whether anyone might be able to rescue him. And of course, the fuel rats took on this challenge. A small flotilla of fuel tankers set off with a tag team of tankers refueling tankers, including Commander Highway Warrior, Commander Veristhea, and Commander Numerlor. And over the course of several weeks, they flew the 140 light years in supercruise to rescue the stranded ship. Ironically, Commander Cruise did not win the record for the furthest distance from Seoul. That was claimed by someone calling himself Kenneth McGrew, who flew for 28 days solid and achieved a distance of 65,804.4 light-years from Seoul. Which goes to show that some people have way too much time on their hands. By contrast, Commander Leandriae was travelling the relatively well-trodden path from Beagle Point to Semitus Beacon when he realised he'd run out of materials for synthesising a jump boost and found himself stuck in a system without germanium and without any mineable rings. It was easy enough for other commanders, including the Fuel Rats, to reach him, but without the ability to transfer germanium to him, they were unable to help. The Pilots' Federation finally came to the rescue, towing his stranded ship to an adjacent system, whence he was able to continue on his way. Distant Worlds The biggest single event for commanders during 3305 was the Distant Worlds expedition. Following on from distant stars and distant worlds, this new expedition sought to retrace the steps of the earlier expeditions, but to make best advantage of the new exploration technology that was introduced at the end of 3304, and also to make its mark by creating a new exploration hub near the centre of the galaxy. What wasn't expected was the number of commanders who signed up to take part. 
Compared to the 1,000 or so participants in the first Distant Worlds expedition, more than 10 times as many commanders signed up, with more than 14,000 sign-ups by launch day in early January. Along the route, a combined mining effort established Explorer's Anchorage in Stumii FG-Y-D-7561, the Deep Space Survey Vessel Distant Worlds, which conducts a slow tour of interesting systems near Sagittarius A-Star, returning to Explorer's Anchorage every 12 weeks, and a number of tourist beacons at locations along the route. Meanwhile, the Distant Ganks expedition claimed to have achieved 3,000 kills of Distant Worlds 2 explorers on the section of the route leading up to Sagittarius A-Star. The original plan had been for Distant Worlds 2 to be a there-and-back expedition to Beagle Point, but the effort of organising the roughly 5,000 commanders who made it to Beagle Point and beyond took its toll on the organisers. Dr. Kai retired from expedition organisation after the arrival at Beagle Point and after receiving the sad news that the largest expedition in history could not be admitted as an official galactic record because of a few minor technicalities in the organisation. Commanders were left to find their own way home. Some of them are still out there. Records and Oddities After the Yamiks posted a video extolling the delights of flying to Hutton Orbital in a Sidewinder to claim your free Anaconda, the Fuel Rats received a spate of calls from stranded commanders and felt the need to pose the question, would you buy a used car from the Yamiks? Dr. Digital discovered a 10.66G landable planet, Froy Bluei IR-WF1-1530, AB1, the highest gravity landable planet found to date. In May, Commander Exigius demonstrated that a new commander could become elite in less than 12 hours. On July the 14th, Commander Drazkul flew from Hajangai in the bubble to Beagle Point in 6 hours, 13 minutes and 10 seconds. Some commanders with a legacy frameshift drive modification can jump a little further than a modern Anaconda. One such is Commander Oscar Gunter, whose Anaconda can theoretically jump 337.02 light-years if he can find a star that distance from Jackson's Lighthouse. The longest jump he has actually achieved is 336.63 light-years. On May the 2nd and June the 6th, Canon Interstellar took their megaship, the Gnosis, to two previously inaccessible stars, HIP 4099 and IRAS 21565-3937. They called the trip Operation Cabin Fever, because the 18 or so participants would be trapped in each of these systems for a week while the Gnosis prepared for the next jump. Neither system turned out to be particularly interesting, although one of them had an unusually high number of T Tauri stars orbiting the Class O main star. Commanders Primetime Casual and Sanderling held two speedball events, one during Distant Worlds 2 and the other in 61 Virginis 
in November, which was responsible for 269 lost ships and a total insurance claim of 468 million credits, thus making it the most expensive race in history. In September, the Code claimed the largest ever heist, having stolen vast amounts of rare goods from the East India Company. However, it turned out to have been an insider job, with one of the EIC commanders handing his ship over to the pirates. And sanctions were imposed by the Pilots' Federation when it was found that some commanders were allowing their ships to be flown by unauthorised pilots. Scribbling Senator Drew Wagar is planning a lore tour in early 3306, although it frankly seems unlikely that he knows very much about events such as the assassination of Kahina Loren, the Formidine Rift and the return of the Thargoids, it may well be a jolly excursion down memory lane. The First Great Planetary Expedition Nothing shows the scale of the galaxy more than circumnavigating one tiny planet in an SRV. In March, Commander Alec Turner organised the first properly planned expedition to circumnavigate a planet. Kumai in Chi Hercules. Of the 72 participants, 23 completed the course, typically taking around 50 days. Many more very sensibly dropped out and ten commanders are still rumoured to be out there, grimly driving through the lonely hills and plains of Kume, dressed in tattoos, with hair down to their ankles and sand caked into their skin. We may see them again when they arrive at Bridger Port sometime in 3306. And that was part four of this year's Galnet News Review of the Year 3305. Galnet News, we recall the news so you don't have to.